Listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participants, employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. Hello, Stomping Jen. Sawtooth. We don't use Sawtooth anymore. I'm trying to get I, away from Sawtooth. I don't know why you don't like it. It's not that I don't like it. Oh. I've um, embraced my real well, identity. Well, if you're going to call me Stomping, I'm going to call you Sawtooth. Like, no, I don't know what you want from my you life. You still stomp, and I don't Sawtooth. You Sawtooth. I do? Yeah. All right. Well, guess who we're talking to today? I can't even imagine. We're talking to Lisa Lassard Pearson, who is a candidate for select board in Belchertown, Massachusetts. <laughs> now, you know something about this, Stomping I don't know Jen. anything about being on the select board. You don't? I don't know what you're talking about. All right. About. Well, um, I want to say some things Okay. Uh, before we say hi to Lisa. Um, Lisa is raised and educated in Massachusetts, and Lisa is going to bring a deep well of experience and know-how in business, communications, and leadership to this very important role in our town. I'm looking forward to hearing a little bit more from Lisa herself about all of this. And Lisa is here in person. We don't do a lot of in-person interviews since Mm. COVID. True story. We didn't do any before COVID. Facts. So anyways, uh, I'm excited. Yeah. We'll see what the energy of an in-person conversation brings. Excellent. Okay? Yes. All right, let's go. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Stomping Jen. did it again. I always sing to you. It's the thing that I do whenever we record a podcast. I'm not embarrassed to do it in front of our guest, Lisa Lassard Pearson. Hi, Lisa. Hello. It's so great to be here. (laughs) Thank you for coming here to our little studio and talking to us in person. I really appreciate it. It's really great to be here. Now, I hope you're recording. I am recording. Okay. Yes. Um, I, di- I did not forget. I, You know, I don't think I've ever forgotten to record an episode, have I? I don't think so. No. I'm always worried that you forget to put the little flash drive in there, but... No, it tells me. There's an icon. Oh. Yeah. I see. Yeah, there's at least one icon on this podcast, and it happens to be the flash drive icon. It's not the Gen icon. <laughs> <laughs> there is not a Gen icon, um, and there's oh. no there's no Brad or Sawtooth icon. Oh, yeah. Sad. So, and neither of us are icons. Oh, I don't know about that. But <laughs> our flash drive has an icon. Great. Anyways, Lisa, welcome. Um, how are you doing Thank today? You. You know, I'm really great. It's yeah. an absolutely gorgeous day. You know, the, the fair has started. I'm going to be volunteering this afternoon. Um, it's also going to be my first Belchertown fair. So I'll be uh, working and participating and enjoying all three. 
That is so exciting. And yeah. I want to mention, we're recording this on uh, Friday, September 23rd. It is cold out there. It's cold. It is like fall. It is It's fall. almost like, <laughs> well, you know. Like- I know. Oh, what I'm saying is yesterday was like the first um, meteor, um, meteorological, meteorological, no, what do they call it? Yeah, meteorological. Yeah, day of fall. And now it, the weather was like, we're going to be fall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be fall. So it'll be a nice day to um, be out there volunteering at the fair. And like you mentioned, um, Lisa, this Belchertown fair, we haven't had it for two years. And I it's know. A, and it's Three a, years. Uh, three years. Well, this I think. Is, no, it was canceled. Uh, no, it was two years. Yeah, I don't remember. It was can- I, canceled twice, and this okay. is this will be the third year. Um, this would be the third year if it were canceled. All right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. we were really looking forward to going last year. Yes, and uh, so it, while that was disappointing, it's making this year all the more exciting. I know people are like losing their yeah. proverbial shit over yep. the fair. Yeah, and you know it is a it is a institution in this town, and mm-hmm. it's great to have it back. And it's awesome that you're going to be volunteering and out there, and it's great weather for it. So, mm-hmm. uh, thank you for doing that volunteerism. Well, it, sure, I grew up in Foxborough, and so every year we had a fair. It was on Founders Day for mm-hmm. Foxborough, which was June 10th, and. You know, it's the thing we look forward to all year round. And so it's wonderful to be a part of this. Yeah, I do love those summer uh, festivals and fairs. Those are really nice. You do? Yeah, well, they had one in my town that I grew up in, Danvers, Massachusetts. It was Mm -hmm. like around the 4th of July. And it was like a week-long like town festival. Um, And it was always capped off by the fireworks. But when I was a kid, I loved it because there was always like a huge event Mm -hmm. happening in the park next to where I lived. Yeah. So it was just cool. I don't know. Yeah. Ours always capped, were capped with the fireworks as well. Yeah. Um, But this, um, in the town I grew up in too, um, I grew up in Danvers, Massachusetts, and they had the Topsfield Fair, which um, was like right up the road from yeah. us. And that's one of the, I think that's the oldest yeah. agricultural fair in the country. But the Belchertown one's been around for a long time. What, like hundreds of years? Something like that. I think like it's that. 162. Yeah. 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 A long time. Yeah. So um, we're looking forward to getting out and going there this weekend. Yeah. Um, and you'll be marching in the parade, I will be Jennifer. In the- We'll be in the parade. Yes. I asked all the kids in the car this morning, what kind of candy do I need to be throwing at the parade? Okay. They all they what said was the chocolate. Answer? They all want chocolate, yeah. but not Hershey Kisses because when you throw them, they can get like ripped yeah. on the pavement. They can get sloppy, those kisses. <laughs> sloppy kisses. <laughs> we don't need any them. sloppy kisses. No. But I was told no lollipops. I did suggest that we can get some lovely butterscotches. That was oh. that was um, that was voted down. That was voted oh, really? down. Really? Yes. Mm. Um, I love butterscotches. I do too. Yeah. It's Me my too. favorite. My favorite. I love Maybe I'll get butterscotch. Yeah. The one in the bright yellow. Yeah. <laughs> but the kids don't like them. No. My grandmother always had a dish of those. Yeah, mine I, did too. Yep. Yeah. Yep, they so. must all gone to the same club. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, Lisa, will you be marching in the? parade as well i will oh awesome i will be marching tomorrow Sweet. and i'm looking forward to it of course i won't be up front but <laughs> yeah i don't think okay. i'm trailing either. behind i think we're like <laughs> on the lineup or like fourth or fifth i can't even recall yeah um 
Now, Lisa, you've said I've been following your campaign, so I just want to, and I want to mention to people, the uh, special election for Select Board is going to be October 3rd. That's a Monday, right? Yes. Stomping Jen? Yep. So Monday, October 3rd. At the high school. Um, I have been following your campaign very closely, Lisa. I I follow many things online. I'm always studying, Mm -hmm. uh, collecting information. And your campaign is one of these things. And I've observed that you, you've you said of Belchertown that it's rich in spirit, natural beauty, and possibilities. I love that. That's so poetic. And it's I th- so true. I think it's true. And so I just wanted you to tell us a little bit more about what you love about living in Belchertown. Like, what do you love about the town? Like, just living here as a resident. Oh my gosh, there's so many things. It's cliche to say, but everyone I've met has been really generous with their time, uh, with their friendship. I I see this as a as a place where if you go into a store and you know you, you don't know where something is, not only will people tell you, but they'll talk a little bit about you know themselves and ask questions and. You know, when I lived in the city, uh, that never happened. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely the type of town where I've experienced, and this has happened to you, Jen, I've experienced a flat tire in this town, and like somebody's pulled over right beside me or behind me and helped me change the tire, right? And back when I had little kids that I was transporting around here and there, that was like a very helpful thing. It was a very specific scenario. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying it shows the type of um, people who live mm-hmm. in this town, right? Yep. And they they are people who are kind with their their actions. They're you generous. Know? Yes, mm-hmm. they're generous. I, I I pulled over the side of the road because I wanted to put some directions in. Yeah, and I had someone pull behind me. And just ask me if I was okay. Oh. Yeah. Like when they first came out, my first thought was, why is this person getting out of their car? <laughs> and then it was just so kind, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I love seeing, well, I, I heard about a story about a turkey that got killed recently. I wasn't yeah. happy about that. But I see people who stop when there is any kind of wildlife, including a squirrel, which is really nice. Yeah. And uh, instead of sort of, plowing through. I've seen it when people walk by our house or even if they're on a bike, if I'm out there, they'll say hi. Yeah. You know, it's just it's a really nice community. Yeah. And there are a lot of people that care deeply about what's what's happening in town and are inspirational around what they'd like to see yeah. happen in town. And it's wonderful to hang around with uh, with people like that. Mm-hmm. I keep saying the word people, but right, that's what community is all about. Sure. Yeah, it, it, it is It is a wonderful place to live. Now, um, what inspired you to get involved in politics? I mean, that's a, that's a big step to make as a, as a resident of a community. And what inspired you to run for the select board? I care about the community I live in. And that's uh, about as sort of a the most basic baseline you can get. And because the people are that I've met and worked with are so amazing, um, and I think both of you are some of the amazing people here, <laughs> and um, you know, I know about some of the visioning for the future, and I want to be a part of that. Mm. 
it's it's a real opportunity. I've never run for public office before. I I most I spent the lion's share of my career working in and for nonprofits and academic institutions. So um, I am a social justice warrior. Bleh. Um, and I love the town. I can't. I, I just can't get any more expressive than that. Mm-hmm. And so part of loving where you are is getting involved in where you are and taking a careful, thoughtful approach to some of the issues and problems that are happening where I live and being, uh, being able to participate in the decision-making process. I love all, I love all of that. And, um, you know what I'll what I'll say by way of watching Jen here, who had never run for public office before, and like somebody, you know, I I had said to Jen because I was the the big know it all, like you know, <laughs> you may not be ready for this, right? Because um, you know I'm a in my other world I'm a union president, and I thought I knew everything about leadership, and I was the one who you know was the seasoned public official, <laughs> the elected official. <laughs> And um, somebody, somebody close to Jen, you know, had said, "Well, nobody's ever ready for this kind of thing, right?" And watching Jen, you know, grow into this position and just step up, like it's so true. Like I don't think, you know, you gotta sometimes just jump in feet first. And Mm -hmm. you know, Jen is a, she won't tell you this, but uh, you know, I see Jen as a, a natural born leader. You know, a different style. She's not a big mouth like me. Doesn't like to yell. Um, but she, you know, she has found her own leadership style. So I think, you know, personally, I wouldn't worry so much about, you know, that you haven't, you know, run for an elected position before. Or, you know, I know you have lots of leadership experience in other areas, but, right. you know, I don't think any, like, I think that is true. I don't think anyone is ever, no truly one's ever ready. Ready. Yeah. Right. Even if you think you're ready. Well, to be yeah. perfectly honest with you, I am glad that I don't really have the experience behind me because it allows me to just do it. There's no past experience that says, oh, you know, don't go down that road. Um, I'm doing this from the heart and from the head yeah. and uh, in real time. Yeah. And was there a was there an inspirational moment where like you where it crystallized for you and you're like I'm going to get involved. I'm going to run. I I understand that you had an experience with the raising for the first time ever in our town's history of the pride flag. Yes. Over our um town hall. Was that a moment that That was the moment. That was that the was moment. That was the defining moment. Can you talk to us just a little bit about what it was like? Sure. To, to be there and see that and, you know, how that energized you? Sure. Uh, first of all, I'd, I'd want to um, start with the fact that Jamie Michaels and I did this together. Okay. She was my co-leader. And so uh, I want to give a shout out to Jamie Michaels because without her, it wouldn't have been done. We didn't know each other at all. Mm-hmm. We met each other at a coffee hour that was held for LGBTQIA folks in Belchertown. And 
a person that was there mentioned that they had put in a request for all the proper channels to speak before the select board and ask the pride flag to be raised in order in honor of June, which is Pride Month, and it's celebrated all over the United States and around the world. The request was not included on the select board agenda. And instead, something called flag protocol was in its place. And that upset both Jamie and myself. And we were, let's just say, speaking passionately about that. (laughs) And uh, this other person in town who actually we used to take pickleball lessons with, Dusty and Dorothy. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know them. Mm -mm. They're great. Well, anyway, Dorothy said, you know, you guys really should do something about this. And I I didn't even know her first name. Yeah. (laughs) And we looked at each other and said, you know, are you game? Yep. And so for the next two weeks, Jamie and I worked day and night gathering information, uh, speaking to a constitutional lawyer, putting together a proclamation and the argument for why the Belchertown Select Board should consider raising the flag. I didn't know anybody on the Select Board. I had no idea what the temperature would be like. We did a lot of uh, reaching out to uh, certainly the gay community and allies and um, We did all the right things in terms of getting on the agenda. And when we got there that night, you know, it was almost the end of June. People were saying it couldn't be done, that uh, Belchertown wouldn't tolerate such a thing. And uh, we did it anyway, because it was the right thing to do. It was standing room only. And the proclamation passed uh, unanimously, which reflects the town values of of safety and uh, being welcoming and inclusive of everyone. I love this. And I I love, um, I mentioned I'm involved in union stuff, and and I love when we see action, you Mm -hmm. know, from the ground up, right? And this this was a, a group of, of concerned, passionate citizens of which you were part of, who came together and and worked with the select board. Uh, Jen, you you played a role in helping this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my mind, that is that is how government is supposed to work, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when it's working well. And yeah. you know, I commend the town for for doing this for the first time in its history. And you know, I've always said. Um, you know, we can talk all we want about diversity, right? Um, but like inclusion is like the real important part of diversity, equity, and inclusion in my mind, right? Is when we when we bring people in and and we, you know, um let them participate. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and be seen and recognized. And, you know, so I love that the town did this. Yeah. I mean it's very easy to sit at home and complain and complain into the social media. Um, But when really uh, somebody takes action and like actually pulls it together and like organizes and like real, I mean, 
that's what we want. Like we can't do everything, right? We have to listen to our uh, community and figure out, you know, what's important to them. And if it's something that's that important, you know, of course we'll take the time to listen to them and yeah, figure out how to make things happen. The right? community response was overwhelmingly supportive. Yeah. It was incredible. There uh, is a young trans person who is who I'm friends with who is doesn't feel safe here. Yeah. And so we did this for that person. Yeah. We also did this for a taxpayer who also happens to be trans who prior to the flag raising was afraid of her own neighbors and after the flag raising has gotten I've just watched her blossom mm-hmm. and uh, and we did this for everybody, not just the uh, the queer community. One of the one of the stories I heard from a friend of mine here who is cisgendered and married is uh, but also an ally, had said, you know, Lisa, Every time I go into a town and I see a pride flag raised, I feel safer. Yeah. I, I, and she said, I don't know why, but I just feel like I know it's okay. It's okay to be here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what we want to, that's the kind of messaging we want here in Belchertown. We want people to feel safe. We want them to yeah. feel included. We want them to feel that they're important and not disenfranchised. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And so thank you. Thank you for your efforts um, on this front. Um, really, you know, I have, you know, members of my family who are in the LGBT, LGBTQ plus IA. I always butcher that. Sorry. <laughs> uh, community. Yeah. And, yep. you know, um, it's it's meaningful. It's very meaningful to me personally. So thank you uh, for your efforts. And you well, too, thank, Jennifer. I want to thank the community yeah. and thank the select board mm-hmm. yeah. because this is a... This is not a, a, about yep. one person or two people. Right. It's That's about right. the whole community. Yeah. Um, I want and something I need to follow up on. You mentioned this pickleball. <laughs> I have been hearing a it's lot exploding of, all about, over the country about pickleball, and I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it's fantastic. Can you just tell me what it is? Because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a game. It's a. Yeah. It's a, it's. Is it's it tennis? Like a con- well, it's like a combination of tennis badminton and ping pong yeah (laughs) and you know it takes you know good hand eye coordination there's as much or as little running as that you that as you're able to do it's very much a, a community sport it's amazing all the different walks of life all the different people that play pickleball and Especially after the epidemic, it's a way to bring community together yeah. that's relatively safe mm-hmm. and fun. Yeah, has this sport been around a long time? Because yes. I'm seeing it has been, but I'm seeing an, I'm seeing an explosion. There is this, an explosion in this it. pickleball. Yeah. They're even thinking about adding it to the Olympics. No kidding. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Pickleball. About it. I don't <laughs> it's know. Amazing. Who knew? Yeah, somebody described it to me. It's like ping pong, but you're standing on the table. 
I like um, pickle-flavored potato chips. I know. I Did you know that? Yeah, those are delicious. I would like to play pickleball. Um, well, no, you don't. Wait, hold on. I know all about you. I have a fantasy. I have a <laughs> no, fantasy you... about pickleball. I want to go play. Do you want to eat pickle chips while you're playing pickleball? <laughs> Is that what you were going to say? Don't laugh at my fantasy. I'm not laughing at we're that, laughing with you. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I want to. I want to play pickleball. Take a break. And eat some pickle. Chips. Eat some pickle chips. Maybe have a refreshing drink of some kind. Um, a seltzer. Pickle juice. Seltzer. Eat some pickle chips. Uh-huh. And then go back to playing pickleball. All right. Have fun with that. You'll love it. Okay. It's great fun. I know all about you. Thank You're you. Never gonna we, step can foot on a we can all play. We can all play. All right. Um, Lisa, I just I wanted you to tell us a little bit um, about your educational background. Um, you know, just a couple of like resume type of questions. Um, just talk to us a little bit about that so people can get a sense of, of that. Sure. I got my Bachelor's of Science in Speech Communications from Emerson College. Hmm. And then and my MBA from Suffolk University. I also uh, am a trauma-informed professional. I have my certification in that. What is, uh, tell us a little bit more about that. What does that mean, a trauma-informed professional? Does that mean you um, have experience in helping people who have experienced different types of trauma? Is that different, like, from being a, a counselor, or is it the same. I'm not really. Sh- I'm just curious if you could tell us more. Sure. You know, it it has a the philosophy of um, trauma informed care is that rather than asking people what's wrong with you, it's asking people what happened to you mm-hmm. because mm. experience shapes us, right? And I I got my certification. Because I feel like everyone should have certification in that, so that we are, uh, as a society, more open and more generous around how we care about each other. Yeah, I love that. You know, I just from a personal experience, I sometimes have a hard time talking to somebody who's expressing trauma to me. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if somebody you know, is like, is crying or sharing, you know, a, a difficult story or something. You know, sometimes I feel like a deer in the headlights. And I don't quite know what to say. You know, I've, I've read a lot of stuff about how to do that. But um, mm-hmm. I think I might need this training, the certification. <laughs> Sorry. I think it's a great thing. It's a lot of work, but it's yeah. loving work, right? Yeah. If I can give you an example. Sure. So this is one of, well, okay, so I'll just give you the example. So there's, let's say there's two kids in school, and God forbid, but it happens that there's a fire. Mm -hmm. And so the teacher says, run, you know, you need to get out of the school. And one kid runs out the door, and the other one stays in their seat. And the teacher keeps asking the child to get up and go, but the child doesn't. Some people might think the child is being belligerent or not listening to the teacher. Right. Not knowing that this child has been in a fire, perhaps, at his house. And this is just the freeze response. So it has nothing to do with 
being belligerent and everything to do with the lived experience that this child went through. Mm-hmm. That's a kind of a way, does that make sense? Yeah. Of, yes. Of looking at it? Yeah. 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 I love that. And like I was like I was saying, I could see so much um use. So much use for that in many aspects of my life. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. What? <laughs> What's so funny over there? Nothing. Something's funny. I love you. Yeah, I love you too. Okay. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. You guys have to get in room. <laughs> um, oh now, um, Lisa, tell us a little bit about your kind of work experience and skills that you might be able to bring to your work um, on the select board should you be elected. I'd be happy to. Yeah. I've worked in many different roles in the nonprofit and academic arena. arena. Uh, I, some of the things I think I bring to the table is I've held leadership positions in communications, including Brad, as the national communications director for SEIU NAGE, which is one of the larger unions in the country. It represents federal, state, law enforcement, and uh, EMTs and paramedics. My union used to be part um, affiliated uh, oh. with SEIU NAGE. SEIU NAGE, Yeah, it yes. used to be, but they, um, many years ago before I was involved in it, affiliated to um, Massachusetts Teachers Association, so mm-hmm. MTA. But yeah, sure. so I understand, yeah, sure. that's awesome. Another great union. Yep. Uh, so in that role, I really, I did a lot of work locally, uh, statewide, and nationally, especially when John Kerry was running, we were working hand in glove with him. And, uh, and so you know, I worked with, on a lot of political campaigns and a lot of local campaigns down to like ta- the town level. I can I remember without mentioning the town that the, uh, the police department locally had been accused of Stealing drugs mm-hmm. uh, out of the evidence shed. They actually had a shed that was locked in, mm-hmm. the, in the back along with bicycles and other things. And so, you know, coming to the defense of that accusation was just one of many yeah. campaigns I ran. I was also vice president of uh, creative and web marketing, assistant vice president, I want to be clear. But uh, for United Way of Massachusetts Bay, and so I was I headed up all social media, all print, all anything to do with communications. And so part of the reason why I'm doing this is because I think we need to do a much better job at uh, town communications here. Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent, and I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, and I'm just I'm going to offer this observation as a citizen, right? And I'm not offering any feedback towards individuals, you know, because I know how hard it is using a mostly volunteer um, uh, organizational force, right? Like, like town volunteers and that sort of thing to get, to get stuff done. It's really hard, right? Um, I definitely think our town website could use some improvements. (laughs) I'd, I'd love to see more um, social media strategy and engagement yes. from from the town. And if that's something that we could benefit from by having you on the select board, um, Lisa, I would I would love to see, you know, the town kind of step up its game because we all benefit 
as citizens from that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. I would love to see something like that. And and hearing you have experience in developing websites and marketing and um, a broad range of experience working with government, um, various types of government entities is, is fantastic. Well, I also think we need to hire someone at least, yeah, uh, at least twenty hours a week whose whose job it is to specifically cover what's going on in Belchertown and to update the website. I, I mean, honestly, I think we need to take down the website and recreate a new one that is user-friendly and content-rich, includes a business directory, includes here all the services, and not have to hunt and peck to find this, but have uh, a clear and straightforward menu of, uh, of, of what's going on here. I also really think that we need to do a much better job of communicating with new people that moved here. Even if we just send a postcard saying, welcome to Belchertown, you know, we know you're here. Yeah. We have a huge population growth here, but we're not doing much of anything to invite them to the table, much less the conversation. Yeah, and, and that's how that's how we transcend being just like a bedroom community, right? That has people who um expect to get their services outside of the town, right? Mm-hmm. Like by engaging them, by letting them know there's stuff here, right? Oh yeah. There is stuff. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying though yeah. is like a like a like a plan like Lisa just described yeah. to reach out to Absolutely all new residents, you know, invests them yeah. in the community, lets them know that the community leaders care about them and they might and at, at a business directory um, there's so much to do in this town that I wasn't aware of before, Jen, you got involved in, in government. There's know. so much low-hanging fruit, right? But there's only a limited capacity that people have that are volunteers, right? Like, so it's it's been a difficult challenge. Um, I will say, and Lisa, <laughs> you should have seen the website before it because uh, no, it was worse. I'm sure it was. Um, but I mean, yeah, this is definitely one of those challenges that we have been struggling with for the last couple of years and having somebody with that skill set to help bring it forward and, and actually complete it. And God bless the volunteers. Seriously, God yeah. bless yeah. them for volunteering their time. But they need someone mm-hmm. who they can go to who's sort of heading up the helm and yeah. is helping to organize who's doing yeah. what yeah. so that we're covering all the bases. Yeah. What I like, so, you know, it's a five-person board. And so each of us has a, a different angle, like a different focus, right? And that is kind of what I like about having um, different uh, mindsets and different skill sets that are on the board because everybody has a different focus. And then that way it's not, you're not getting repetition and a lot of focus on like one specific area and you can really diversify across the board. Like my interest and my platform has always been about economic development and bringing arts and culture into the town and, and developing the community that way. Um, I know that we need communications, but that's not my specialty. Right. Yeah. And the other thing kind of related to the business directory that I think a uh, revamped website and a social media strategy coming mm-hmm. from the town will do is tell outside 
businesses who might be interested in coming here mm-hmm. that you know Belchertown is a is is a place that's in it's it's engaging yes. it's it's citizenry are engaged yes. and businesses can do well here yeah right but like, just like marketing the assets that we already have instead of before we go out and like build and look for new assets yeah Right, we need to build on the foundation that already exists. Well, let's support the foundation right. that already exists. I mean, we have businesses here. How great would it be mm-hmm. to say to acknowledge their yeah. existence and instead of, for instance, new people uh, spending money money outside mm-hmm. of Belchertown, they reinvest their money yeah. right here in Belchertown. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, Sorry, no, <laughs> I got you off track. <laughs> No, I love it. Um, one of, so one of the things you've talked about, um, Lisa, that you'd like to bring, um, you know, in 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 your role um, as a select person is is, and this is an important value to you is transparency of of government. Can you just yes. talk to a little talk to us a little bit more about that? Thank you for the opportunity to do so. There, there are a lot of things that happen in Belchertown that are very good, but are often dis- discussed in small groups that, uh, are, that are then not publicized. I don't think it's for nefarious reasons. I think it's because it's just not really thought about. And so what, what I want to do if I, if I am allowed the opportunity to Uh, work as a member on the select board, is to bring those conversations to the public as much as possible. Because it really hasn't been done before, it's going to be, we're going to, it's not going to be perfect, but I want to, like, for instance, rather than talking sort of, you know, uh, obtusely, (laughs) not even a word, but anyway, Having a uh, direct link on the town website to the select board meeting, Mm -hmm. wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Having the agenda published prior to the meeting. Well, it is. Well, but much more. No, no, no. (laughs) Just by lied. No, I, right? (laughs) Yeah. And while that's true, it's a, the feedback is, yeah. And this is what we have to listen to is the feedback is it's not out there. Yeah. And so we have to do a better job at telling people where where things are and Absolutely. and uh, and creating more channels by which people can see here's the agenda. Right. Uh, I don't, uh, what I'd love to see um, is having uh, this this lovely 20 hour a week person mm. submit in advance to the Sentinel. Here it is. Here's what we're going to be discussing. Uh, I'd also like to see this person work with the reporter at the Sentinel and other media uh, people to make sure that they're filling in the gaps. Because sometimes I read stories from the Sentinel doesn't quite get it. I get what they're getting at, but they don't quite cover it. And so having someone that media spokespeople can go to afterwards to make sure they're they're getting the points of view that were actually said yeah correct would be a good first step yeah yeah Yeah. and jen you know this um 
I agree with Lisa here, right? Yeah. That perception overrules whatever may actually oh, be absolutely. happening. How many yeah. times do I have to say to you, how do I log in to the, oh, the select board meeting? Can no, you can you send me the link? It's definitely like I, I never I'm I am an IT person by profession and I pardon my language, I can't find my way around that fucking website That's and fine. get and get to the <clears throat> get to the meeting link. It's definitely oh, uh, good we can work together it's, Brad. <laughs> it's definitely a pull strategy yeah. instead of a push strategy. I will agree with that. You know, it's 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 challenging. And you said it. I think you said it. Like people are busy, especially oh, yeah. young young families, oh, right? Absolutely. They don't have they you know, they're not old like me. Um, you know, who ha- may- maybe has a little more time to be fishing around websites looking for information. Um, you know, young families um, and younger people are used to uh, more engaging upfront pieces of information, right? Yes. It, and and they can find things quickly. And yeah. so I, you know, I look again. This isn't. I'm not bashing. The efforts that have come before, but I'm not either. Yeah, we have to have what came before us to build on what's next. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And um, Lisa, we've we've heard a lot um, about the importance of you know the traditions of this town, right? And and um, preserving kind of it's the 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 things that are important about it as we go forward through time while also serving while also needing to serve our constituency can you just talk a little bit just about you know uh, how you balance um preserving those things that a lot of people in town hold so dear like the town fair right like and our our identity as a rural community how do how do we balance tradition with progress you do both. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I worked as a assistant camp director for a, um, a camp in Connecticut. And the camp was located on Hamburger Cove. Hamburger Cove? Hamburger Cove. And so... That delicious. <laughs> was that next to French Fry Mountain? <laughs> it, was, it was close, but okay, not sorry. right next to it. Uh, so there was a tradition at camp on July 4th, that the whole camp would march down with bazookas and uh, and drums to Hamburger Cove, and they'd throw a hamburger in the water. Oh, those poor fish. And people loved it. And yeah. so let's keep doing that. I know to this day, on July 4th, there's going to be a hamburger thrown in Connecticut. So I think that, and those are the things that those traditions as large as the fair but as small as a hamburger yeah. are incredibly important to preserve and to celebrate at the same time we need to make room for the future because there are children growing up here that are going to take that baton and we need to leave enough room and enough money for them to strengthen the town and vision the town in a way that makes sense to them. So yes, we hold on to tradition, but we also make room Mm -hmm. for 
what's new and innovative and helps to build the internal and external infrastructures needed to stay competitive in this region. Yeah, it's interesting. I often, I don't know, what was it like six, seven years ago, we were thinking about moving Mm -hmm. and, you know, our, our children were absolutely besides themselves about the prospect of leaving Belchertown Really? Yeah, they were. And I and I've talked to them over the years now and again about what they like about our town, right? And they always tell me like they they like the rural feel of this place. They mm-hmm. like that it's quieter. They mm-hmm. like, you know, the nature. And like I guess I just didn't expect that. You know, for them being the little, you know, technophiles that they are that they would appreciate that so much about where we live, you mm-hmm. know, all of this nature. I don't know. Where are you going with that? They don't I'm know s- any different. <laughs> no, but, you know. Well, I, they, yeah. They've been other places. They've seen no, other places. Yeah, they've yeah, seen yeah. other places like where your sister lives, yeah. um, which is way more suburban. suburban. Yeah. Where you does know. she live? New Jersey. Okay, that's you where know, I grew up. With so. the houses stacked upon yeah. each other. And they've said to me, yeah, like, it's horrid. we love visiting our aunt, but, you know, I, they've like, our, our son Ted has been like, I don't like all the houses. I don't like all the people. I like yeah. it quieter. So, anyways, it's like, I don't know. So, there is something unique about living in a town like this, I think. Oh, no, um, it's gorgeous. But what I wanted <laughs> to ask you two, um, Lisa and Jen, um, you know, how, okay, Lisa, I heard you. We need to support the businesses that are here, right? Build them yes. up, let them yes. thrive. Now, how do we bring in new businesses to um, alleviate the tax pressure on the, the, residents. the residents who live here? You know, so we can get more services and um, build up the, the services we have. Like, how do we do this? I mean, I have lots of ideas. Well... I don't know. So, you know, throw a couple at me. Well, so nobody wants to see big box stores in this town. No. No. Like, that's not the culture of the town at all. Right. So, what we want is to be able to afford to have affordable commercial spaces for small budding entrepreneurs. So, what's happened is that there's not a lot of space for retail or restaurants. Right. There's not the infrastructure doesn't really exist. We don't really have a downtown area. So we're in unique in that way because we were a rural town and we have this common area, you know, like a quote unquote, like a New England quintessential. The town common. Common, right. So, you know, and even the common itself, uh, it's zoned mixed use, right? So it's, it's there's residential, there's some churches on the right. common. It's not all retail. It's not, it doesn't have that feel, right? So... It's hard for new businesses to kind of um, come in, right? So we have to, so the challenge is how do we make it so that um, businesses can have an easy entryway, especially not, especially if we don't want the big box stores, right? Which the big box stores will only come if they feel like that they can be supported in the um, community, right? So you've mentioned that we're a bedroom community, and that's the sense that people get. A lot of people come and they live here, and then they leave for work or play. So the need for lots of um, businesses is is not great, but it would be 
good to have some affordable spaces for smaller type boutique type places and just a few more like local small restaurants, right? Can we have a coffee shop? A coffee shop is, is key in this plan. I've only been trying to get a coffee shop in this town for mm, 12 years, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so how do we make that happen, right? So we have to make it attractive to outside businesses. How do we do that? We have to demonstrate to them that there is a need and appetite for that type of activity in our town. Um, how do we do that? We strengthen the foundation. We have all these assets. We have to make it more of a agro-tourist recreational destination. We have all of the pieces, but we need that communications person and that marketing angle to kind of tie it all together for the outside world to kind of see and change the perception of Belchertown from that bedroom community. Right. I love that vision, Jen. So sorry, that was long winded. I know I'm the candidate, I, so, but I totally 100 yeah. percent agree. Right? You know that we are a bedroom community, and yes, people leave here to go out and work, but when they're out there, they're spending their money mm-hmm. out there, yes, rather than supporting the town they live in, right? And that's an unsustainable model, right? So we have to help build infrastructure. And so that is where the town can help yeah. is by zoning and building um, some of the infrastructure. Um, a lot of the eggs in the basket, I will say, for um, our community has been um, pointed at the redevelopment of the state school property. Yes. Um, and that has been in the works for decades. Um, yeah. And I've always said, I think it's going to take one special kind of business yeah. to open in our town like a mm-hmm. um like a brewery yeah. tap house Ooh, or yeah. lisa you mentioned a coffee shop right like i think it's going to take one of those right. to light to the spark, spark right spark, right there's a couple different angles and this is what we've been working on you know for a long time so lisa you know i, I know this is really supposed to be about you i'm no, just no, going to deviate and us. talk about belchertown for a minute but <laughs> Um, we have this opportunity uh, to extend the rail trail. Um, there are people working in the state to extend the rail trail that to go all the way from Boston, like literally across the state. Um, we have a terminus point on our rail trail for the Mass Central Rail Trail in Belchertown, but doesn't go through the town itself. So um, uh, years ago, that whole concept was shot down because of the approach that was used at that point in time. So our new conservation commissioner has been working diligently to sort of work on that. Um, and I've been with other economic development people across the state. And what they say is you have a rail trail, a coffee shop, and a brewery. And that's your key to economic development in yeah. your t- community. And we talked to um, Craig Della Pena, who is the, the person who is the primary force and driver behind the development of the Central Mass um, Rail Trail. And he thinks it can be done. Oh, absolutely. He's, he's working be. on it. Yeah. 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 The plan that I have seen, so what um, What she's been working on, the conservation yeah. commissioner, is um, she's broken the rail trail in Belchertown into phases um, and pieces. So she, we right now have a feasibility study being done on one of those phases, um, the stretch from, you know, certain road down to the town beach. I, people who don't live in Belchertown will have no idea what I'm saying, but 
it's it's a center it will go through the center of town basically and it will provide walking paths and more recreation recreational opportunity you know hopefully we'll get the granting and the funding for construction and um all the permissions and all the things that we need but that these are the pieces you know so the payoff will be years and down the line but these are the pieces that you need to work on um, and then look at what's adjacent to those, to where the rail trail will be. And, you know, who owns those properties? Um, are they willing to, you know, make them affordable for new businesses like a coffee shop or, you know, like a place like the quarters that's on the rail trail down in Hadley. And one of the things we learned from Craig Della Pena was that property values go next up. to rail trails go up. They absolutely They do. skyrocket. They they and go up. So this is something that can, um, you know, in, increase the value of the the, the properties yeah. of our town residents. Yeah. You know, if yeah. we can get something like this done, um, yeah. and I, and I'm thrilled. You know, I'm thrilled to hear you support this approach, Lisa. Uh, I think it's fantastic. Percent support it. I've been on rail trails in Massachusetts, and that's exactly what they do. Uh, whether it's in Concord, Mass, or uh, yeah. on the Cape. There are businesses that pepper yep. the trail, and uh, and that those taxes, that money helps support communities, like, especially on the Cape. That in the winter, you know, they go down to five thousand people for a pop, you know, population yeah. size. So in the summer and spring and fall, that's when the money has to be made. Yes, I'm going to call it. It's um. Bikes, coffee, and beer. BCB. <laughs> BCB. That's the solution. That's the key. BCB is the key. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> okay. Bikes, coffee, and beer. Yeah. But also, I'm just going to introduce another concept, which yes. is arts and culture, which drives economic development. Yes. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. So I'm super sorry this i'm making this all about me but i'm super excited that we have our first large-scale installation of a mural yeah and kudos to the leaders i mean behind that it it's absolutely beautiful lisa can you can you give us um your thoughts on arts and culture and the importance you know to the community in turn you know from any perspective it could be economic development you know could just be it makes our our town more beautiful to live in well, yes and yeah. yes, but also it it appeals to a large group of people who, again, are spending their time and money in other communities to enrich their lives through arts and culture, rather than having the opportunity or having more opportunities. I, I want to say that because there are some opportunities here already. We want to build on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really what we want to do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I would love to see a small performance space. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. I mean, that would be crazy good, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, for all different yeah. kinds of performance. And, uh, I mean, one of the things I love, and I, I do want to get this in, is what's happening at Wallace Lake. Mm-hmm. That is such a good example of how we are bringing more people, differently abled people, in to enjoy nature. So I also want to say I'd like to see that injected in arts and culture as well. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, making sure that our elder community uh, has access and the ability to join in. 
Inclusion again. All yeah. about inclusion. inclusion. Yeah. yeah. All about inclusion. Yeah. And luckily it's an accessible trail. Yeah. Which is just amazing. Amazing. I, 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 I love that, Lisa, and th- thank you for bringing that up. Um, <clears throat> before we kind of go to our, our our last fun question, was there anything else you wanted to talk about and, and, and talk to the community about? I want to talk to people who are in their 20s and 30s yeah. who feel that this town is never going to change. Uh, I have gone to events and listened to people in that age group who have a, I don't know, an anger, a malaise almost, that it's sort of pie in the sky to think that change can be a part of this. Not change to change the the soul of the town, but change that reaches out to them where they're at. And I, I want to say that change is possible. I love that. You know, it's it's so hard not to be cynical and feel like you can't do anything with the current political climate that we all see. And I'm not, I don't want to talk about left or right. I'm just, just saying it's hard not to be discouraged by that. So I love that, you know, you want to bring hope to people and and help them feel like it's you know it's worth being involved it's worth making the effort yeah and that they are also a part of that hope and it's hard it's it's hard i know and people can sometimes be afraid but don't be afraid don't be afraid get involved you know s- stand up that's this is your community and we do have a large population that just moves they graduate from here and leave some, so we have to make sure that we're you know we have something to offer so that they stay and yeah. you know raise their families here as well yeah i love that uh, thank you um okay um our last question as we're as we're coming up on an hour with you and thank you again quick. for I sitting know. down with that's us what happens. that's a sign of a great conversation <laughs> in my experience um just help help us to get you know get help us get to know you just a little bit better like what do you like to do for fun what brings you joy we heard about pickleball we know you play <laughs> that so that we can't talk about that um just help us get to know you a little bit better sure what brings you joy what do you like to do for fun well, I like to make things grow. Mm. I uh, I uh, built my first pollinators garden this year. Oh, I love that! So that you know we can help have more butterflies and bees and birds. I grew my first for me large scale. I came from the city, so you know when you say garden in the city, you know <laughs> it's like oh, four by six. So, mm-hmm. and I actually grew cantaloupes. For the wow. first time ever, and they were amazingly delicious. So That's yeah, awesome. I do that, and uh, you know, I have shrub gardens. I like, I like seeing things grow. I like watching them. I love wildlife. I love nature. You know, when uh, when a bear was in our backyard, um, I got mad at Sheila, my spouse, because. She got to see it, but I didn't. <laughs> you know, I was like, I was upstairs doing something. Yeah. By the time it came down, it was gone. So, you know, that I love doing that. I'm a writer, uh, and I, I, 
I love doing things that uh, involve um, social justice. I've done a lot of work in the social justice arena around um, foster care, around anti-bullying efforts, uh, around uh, certainly the marriage question. I was a media spokesperson for marriage equality at a time when public support was at just 13%. So it was a very scary time. I had to get walked to work. I had to change my phone number. Fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So helping people and spending time outside. I love mm, it. Yeah. Oh, and you know, pickleball. pickleball. Let's not pickleball. forget pickleball. <laughs> All right. I'll allow, I'll With allow, the pickle the, chips. I'll allow the pickleball <laughs> reference. Okay. All right. Um, Lisa Lassard Pearson. Yes. I want to thank you. Thank you. For coming here to talk to us in person. Yes. I think I'm better in person, Jen. What do you think? A better interviewer in person. I think you're the best all the time. <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard over Zoom to really um feel my my charisma. <laughs> Isn't it, Jen? <laughs> no comment. Um, and sorry. he's humble too. <laughs> How dare you touch my <laughs> board? All right. Um, no, seriously, Lisa, thank you so much. Um, it was really great to talk to you and hear what you're trying to accomplish in, in running for this important uh, position in our town mm -hmm. on the select board. And I just want to remind people. I mean, I'm just thrilled that people want to be engaged. So thank yeah. you. I mean, It just was my like, pleasure. It I mean, absolutely was. Thank you for the invitation to come and, and Oh, I mean, for running you. for select board. Oh. It's hard to get people to get engaged. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, like I said earlier, people like to complain, but it's like really those people who like will actually get up off oh, their no, couch I and was, like, yeah. I was Dude. told like, there's not a chance. There's not a chance. And, and I have to say my, you know, uh, the, 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 the other person who's running on the democratic side is, I think she's a lovely person. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I, this is, uh, this is really uh, nothing to do with, with her as an individual, I think she's super cool. Yeah, and everything to do with the skills and experience and uh, vision for the future. Yeah, that I share um, certainly with you, Jen, and others mm -hmm. uh, for Belchertown. Yeah. Thanks, and um, I'll just say you have my vote, Lisa. So thank oh, you. Thank you. And uh, I want to remind people the election is on Monday, October third. Okay, mm -hmm. um, so get yep. out there, get out there and vote. Okay? There's also early voting. Yep. So figure, you know, uh, figure out, and that's happening now. Yep. Yeah. Figure out how to cast your vote. Um, you know, um, get yeah, your vote. Go to the town website. Yep. And have your <laughs> and have your have your vote count. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. That's it's the most really important. important. Thing. That's just as important yep. as having people volunteer, <laughs> as right. voting and participating in your democratic process. Thank you, Jennifer. Okay. I appreciate that. All and right. Rant. We're just going to go around and say goodbye in whatever fashion we like to say goodbye. Uh, Lisa, we will give you the honor of going first. Oh, my goodness. Goodbye? I love it. It's 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 a classic. It's traditional. Jennifer. Adios. Is that your new thing? That's my new thing. You did it From on, the voicemail. You did that on um, a podcast we recently recorded. This is the second time you've done adios. I know, because you, you like to... Do the buy now. Right. Well, buy now is mine. I invented it. All right. Well, now All right. I'm going to steal this one. Okay, everyone. Um, without further ado, um, bye mm. now. Au revoir. Au revoir.
this world of ours, ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity, and that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed by the binding force of mutual respect and love. I shall never cease to do what little I can to help the world advance along that road.